You're about to listen to Tadpog. Tyler and Dave play old games. It's a comedy video game podcast. We would like to stress that the hosts are not experts and are really just very crass commentators. Seriously, this is an explicit podcast that happens to talk about video games sometimes. So please enjoy this pretty okay podcast with Tyler and Dave. Hello, Internet. I don't think that, that thunder is going to pick up on oh, the mic. Oh, man, but it was but nice, though, right as I started good. speaking. Yeah. Hello, Internet, and it's welcome like to a, a Call of Cthulhu actual play. <laughs> Tadpog After Dark, after which is what dark. we also call the morning commute to work. Which no one is doing it's right after now. after dark. The morning commute to... Mm, groceries, maybe? <laughs> Welcome to your COVID catch-up spree that you're doing right now. Uh, it's yeah. probably August. Going to Dollar General to get a jar of pickles and thought, oh, this is a longer drive. This is on the radio. I'm going to play a podcast. I'm still listening to podcasts. I know like a lot of people aren't because no, they're, I, still, they're I, mean, I still have my commute to work. So. Yeah, I, but I still have something to listen. I need to listen to something while I'm playing Animal Crossing. Uh, so there is that. Good. And if Zal's not streaming, it's like, okay, podcast. <laughs> <laughs> The same, like, Muzak doesn't do it for you after 16 hours. Oh, no, no. There is Muzak. I love the Muzak Animal Crossing style. It's great. It's always, like, um, this, like, soft, this soft, like, elevator music trombone or something. <laughs> it, it is perfectly neutral. It is, it is the <laughs> yes. ideal background music for just, just lazing about. I yes. had no idea Chuck Mangione did Animal Crossing. It is very Chuck Mangione, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, this is uh, Tyler and Dave, Play Old Games. Where uh, just out of out of boredom, uh, we assembled uh, some nice, simple, everyday tools and constructed our own dark god of chaos that tells us random video games to play off the Super Nintendo list. Idle hands. Idle hands. <laughs> so this week, uh, the randomizer chose for us No Escape. No Escape. I think it so, sent you guys uh, a message. There is no escaping <laughs> yeah, the yeah, randomizer. Yeah, right. So, of course, we had to find our favorite no-escapeologist, Sandwich Pope Phil Hawkins. Hello, Phil. Me. Hey, Phil. That is me. Sorry. That was a cue for me to actually speak, and I completely <laughs> just, like, was looking no, at fine. the little bouncing uh, um, voice recorder on my computer. So <laughs> No, it's all good. We just want to, we just, you're just keeping everybody in suspense. It's fine. I Trunk- do it all the time, too. <laughs> Truncate silence. We'll get rid of that anyway, so. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to use it on this uh, one. Yeah. <laughs> this would be a weird one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the one where we say hi to Phil, and there's eight seconds of silence. <laughs> I'm gonna actually. I'm gonna, what's the reverse of truncate silence? I'm gonna add silence. <laughs> It'll be twenty seconds of silence. Un, 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 untrate, untrucate, <laughs> untrucate. <laughs> That's like a spell or an energy drink. <laughs> untrucate black. <laughs> untrucate <Yes>. rain blast. <laughs> That's the Snapple energy drink. <laughs> So Phil, you you are familiar with this movie. Is why you want to be on this episode. I am. Yeah, I invited myself onto your show, and you graciously accepted uh, because as while... you you are always welcome to do. Not okay. everyone. That's Phil's privilege. <laughs> That's what he I, earned being a sandwich pope. <laughs> I try to use I try to use it sparingly. It's it's like a nice spice. You don't want too much of your sandwich pope in your meal, or else uh, it starts to <laughs> spoil. So, but yeah, I'm a I'm a, I'm a big action movie fan and have a very vast VHS collection of uh, 
80s and 90s action movies, among many other things. So, um, although I had never played this game, uh, I am I am familiar with the Ray Liotta vehicle No Escape, and um, was excited for the opportunity to rewatch the movie and talk about it with you guys. Um, and excited that it was free on YouTube. It's just on there, so if anyone wants yeah. to go watch it, they can. <laughs> Imagine yeah. that. Yeah, that's where all the good movies are free <laughs> in its entirety on YouTube. I was about to say it's great. I think it's awesome that you have these on VHS because that is clearly how it, No Escape is meant to be watched on VHS. Yeah, and also the free version that that is on YouTube. I'm pretty sure was ripped <laughs> from VHS <laughs> because the quality, the maximum quality you could play it at is three. 360p and it's like it's great it's it fine is. when i play it on a monitor 10 feet away it's fine it's yeah <laughs> it is taking you back 30 years it's it's a wonderful experience oh and this is like i'm glad you said taking you back 30 years because like this week is like the anniversary of no escape <laughs> coming out in theaters i think Man, it was released it works in mysterious ways first week of may 1994 so almost what twenty six, twenty seven years to the date. Man, the, I was I was almost ten years old. Did you go see this in the theaters, Tyler? Uh, first movie <laughs> I ever saw in the theater, I believe, was Hook, and I was probably a little bit younger than ten years old. I bet. Hook I was like. 92. I think your parents gave you the choice. Hook and then the mask. Somebody. That's pretty much me. it. That was, that, was, <laughs> that was it until Forrest Gump we watched out of, and then uh, then Elf, I guess. <laughs> The mask we also walked out of and Forrest Gump <laughs> both came out the same year as No Escape. I did I I did my deep dive oh. of movie research in there. This was a big big ass year for movies. So um, there's a good reason why No Escape maybe didn't do so well. It's because people were watching actually good films uh, instead. Are you trying to imply that No Escape is not a good film? I think it's a forgettable action movie. Mm. Um, there were, I mean, Demolition Man had come out like four months earlier. And oh, God, tr- poor tr- No Escape. <laughs> tr- True Lies came out like a month after this. So um, that got, No Escape got buried. It, it debuted number one and then made $10 million after that the rest of the way. Yeah, No Escape is the lettuce in that action movie sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> that is about 90% of my research, though, so I, I'm going gonna, gonna to be silent the rest of the way. <laughs> Perfect. We'll untruncate. <laughs> well, uh, uh, before we roll into all just the, the nitty-gritty of No Escape, both the movie and the Super Nintendo game, I am um, your beard host, Tyler. I am. How are you? Don't try to tell me I'm not. I'm and all- also, I walked out of... My parents made me lock, walk out of Love Actually, not Elf. Elf was wonderful. We walked out of Love Actually into Elf. I, oh, really? Yeah. I was about to ask, <laughs> what was it in Elf that made your family walk out? I mean, out? Will Ferrell would annoy my dad to the point he would have to leave a movie theater, unless he's Ricky Bobby. Other than that, <laughs> then, like my dad would walk out of a Will, Will Ferrell movie. Absolutely. Tyler, what would you say is the percentage of films that your parents walk out of? They don't go see many movies. I know. So, so it could be like. I can think of three. I've seen 30%. three movies with them in my entire life. So that was Hook, Captain Ron, and Elf. You mean in the theaters? In right? the theaters. Right, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and I cannot think of a movie we sat down and watched as a family either. <laughs> so, <laughs> I know you guys didn't watch a lot of movies, but. So, like... uh, yeah, yeah, I'd say three. Those <laughs> three. <laughs> uh, Henry tried to watch No Escape. And then my dad's movie. My dad was in a short film, so what's that one called? The four. I can't remember. We watched it actually not too long ago. Really, the, the guy who directed Coal Miner's Daughter was the one who shot it, and it was like one of his debut. 
he won some sort of a grant to come film it, and he came here and filmed I it. I know the movie you're talking about, but I cannot I also cannot think of the name mm-hmm. of it because yeah. I remember my mom making a big deal about it, and I was Starring like, oh, that's cool. Randy, a young Randy Holland. <laughs> <laughs> what was your dad's role in it? He was uh, he was pretty much the main character. He was the the boy that was abused by his um, illiterate preacher father. So he the once the mother died, that he was that abused. The son tries to run away. The father keeps kidnapping him and abusing him. Makes him read passage out of the Bible to him because the father can't read. It's it was it was a good little short film. Where? Is this on IMDb? Do you know? Yeah, Have you looked for it? Where can we find it? I've this? Googled it, and it, you do find a few mentions of it. In the director, it talks about like it being one of his his uh, uh, his starting film. Don't mind me. I'm just looking it up. You guys can talk. It's cool. Uh, well, we do have a, a package from uh, the Cowans, so it didn't feel like hot sauce, so I thought it was appropriate to open with Phil on, so we didn't have to try hot sauce while he sits there. Okay. I can feel it, and it, it's a Super Nintendo game. Tell by the feel and revealed. Oh yes, the hunt for Red October. Ah, yes. yeah, with this because that has super scope, super segments. scope compatibility. Yeah, but it's just segments from what I've read. The whole game isn't a super scope game. It's just like you play a little bit, and then it's like you can play this part with the super scope if you want to pick it up real quick. <laughs> you want to make sure there are six batteries in it and it's turned on and it's calibrated. Calibrated. And never- it's only the Sean Connery dating simulator bits that you use the super scope with. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen that movie, Red October, but I hear about I hear about it all the time. Everyone always talks about the how the use of language in that movie, where they like mm. go from like speaking what is it Russian to English like mm-hmm. seamlessly, and like everyone's like that's that's a big deal. So I'll <laughs> take everyone's word for it. Well, that's on the list. There's a lot of movie uh, movie to SNES titles, and that's going to be one of them eventually. Oh, hell yeah. Well, let's see. Phil, what have you been up to? Uh, I've been stuck in my house for about two months now, and we're surviving as best as possible. Uh, mm-hmm. It helps that we got a new cat over Christmas. Um, for Ooh, a, tell us about this cat. Yeah, for Harold Arthur's birthday, we birthday Christmas present, um, He we, we took him out to the Humane Society, and he got to pick out and choose a uh, kitten, and um, we got him early January, and um, he's been a delight. He's a bastard, and I love him. He's great. What about the cat? his name is blackberry blackberry okay i like that he is all black mostly black he's got a little white tuft on him but um so we already have two cats um that bulbasaur and i picked out um and she let me name them and i picked out uh bogomil and rosewood which are movie character names um from beverly hills cop and those had been from a list of, of, I probably wrote down, like, 10 to 12 different action movie uh, characters, like Riggs and Murtaugh or Tango and Cash, like, trying to find a, a name for these cats. So, um, when we were trying to get Arthur, since this was his cat, trying to get him to come up with a list to name him, and he was just like, all right, Blackberry. <laughs> like, well, okay, well, what, what else? He's like, no, that's it. He's going to be Blackberry. Blackberry. So. It's, my, it's my favorite phone. Applaud your yeah. <laughs> I love that. Me and Obama. No, it's perfect. Blackberry. I love it. I got my keyboard and everything. I got my, my weird four directional D-pad on this thing. It's great. 
So you didn't try to convince them to name him Robbins after um, Ray Liotta's <laughs> character in No Escape? <laughs> no. If I if I would have I would have I think I would have kept with the Beverly Hills Cop theme and either named him Taggart or Axel if it was up to me, so that they'd all be you know under the same motif naming wise. I haven't seen all of those movies. I haven't never s- seen one. I don't think I've seen three, which I hear is terrible. I think it actually three came out nineteen ninety four. I remember same seeing as- a bunch of scenes for it on like clip weird clip shows like on cable yeah (laughs) you remember when they used to do that where it's just like here's a show that's just clips from movies (laughs) that we have the rights to for some reason and don't want them to go to waste like fill half an hour here you go right yeah we don't want to show you the whole movie but here are scenes from that movie wonderful little taste Mm. (laughs) i'm not familiar with this it was i remember watching it like it was almost I would watch in the between, like an HBO over my over my aunt's house. I'd watch those like between two movies, yeah, full length movie, fifteen minutes of movie clips, and then another full movie. Yeah, that's pretty much what I remember too. That's bizarre. I've, I've never experienced that before. I didn't know that was the thing. Maybe we can find some online and we can watch them together. <laughs> <laughs> we can experience the magic. Be our next Netflix movie night. We just, <laughs> just watch the first ten minutes of like six movies. <laughs> Grimstream, the uh, despecialized uh, Star Wars uh, trilogy oh. on, on Discord this this past weekend. That was cool. Hmm. How do you get a hold of those? I don't his, know. His original... George Lucas. Mm. <laughs> he knows Grim knows George Lucas. <laughs> this Beverly Hills Cop three came out. Four weeks after uh, after No Escape. They were released within a month of each other. Shit. So No Escape really had no chance. No chance. No chance to survive. Make your time. Guess which one made more <laughs> money. Oh, definitely Beverly Hills Cop 3. It made $119 million. Good lord. And 94 money? That's like a billion dollars. 94. I know no how much No Escape opened for because <laughs> yeah. you told me on Twitch chat. <laughs> $4 million opening. Number one in the nation. That deserves to be a Super Nintendo game. Perfect. <laughs> uh, but real quick, I want to wish one uh, best uh, Twitch uh, moderator ever, Zalnop, had a birthday last week. I don't know if we mentioned it. Someone's happy birthday to Zalnop. Happy birthday, Zal. Happy birthday. And uh, long term, long term, long time fan, uh, Frederick Snyder had a, a beautiful baby girl this week. So happy, uh, happy birthday, happy birthday, baby beautiful Snyder. baby girl. <laughs> yeah. Also, a very excellent moderator on Twitch. Yes. She's very talented. So, uh, I realized something driving over here. All right. I was listening to Last Podcast on the Left, and they're talking about a serial killer whose MO is uh, hitting people in the head with a hammer a few times to kind of knock them out or kill them that way, and then proceed to stab them like 40 or 50 times. Seems excessive. Seems like, a, seems like something's something like, a serial killer yeah, might do. There's like an underlying problem, I think, with this person. <laughs> And uh, uh, Marcus says ball peen hammer. Yeah. Ball peen. Yeah. So that is the correct way of saying that. Ball peen, like, yeah. here's my peen, chuck up my balls. Ball, ball. Peen, there's only hammer. one. I was in a horrific yeah, just one. F- farming accident <laughs> yeah. when I was eight. Just under, just hiding under this peen is one, one single ball. ball. Yeah. And a little bit of a little pouch, an <laughs> empty pouch next to it. <laughs> so I know in uh, the Call of Cthulhu, the Piggy Palace, there yeah. is a there is a, a very tense scene involving a ball peen hammer that I know I called a ball ping hammer 
many, many times. A ball ping? Ping. P-I-N-G is what no, I said. I ball ping. <laughs> I did not pick up didn't on it. Didn't know that. No. So I was 35 when I found it as a ball peen hammer. I, if I would have noticed that after recording, I would have pulled you aside and been like, it's ball peen. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. How, if you don't, if you want to edit that in, but no. I, didn't, I, I mean, you'd figure an ace carpenter like me would know. You know, with very handyman that I am, it's I ball know. peen hammer. I call you Ty Pennington all the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can't stop you from leveling shelves. <laughs> Building big elaborate things and then showing those to, showing them to people. It's wonderful. It's my thing. Take off my shirt all the time. Constantly. I'm always like, put your shirt on. <laughs> put your shirt on. Put those sawhorses away. It's Thanksgiving. <laughs> yes. How about you, Dave? What have you been up to this week? Uh, I played, I picked up Streets of Rage 4, so that came out, um, at the end of last month, and, uh, I've been playing that, I finished that in a day, <laughs> so that was cool <laughs> for $25, <laughs> but I mean, I kind of knew what I was getting into, because it's like, I mean, it's a beat-em-up, and, you know, there's yeah. some replayability there, it's good, I mean, the art style's really good, and the sound's really good, uh, they nail the feel of, like, Streets of Rage, for sure. Um, it's just, yeah, it's just like, um, there you go. Is skate in it? Skate is unlockable, but they do it in a weird way. Like, cause it's like all the unlockable characters from previous games are pixel art. And everything else is like oh, very stylized, like hand drawn almost. <laughs> so it's just like they look completely out of place. <laughs> it's essentially like Roger Rabbit, where you've got like tunes running around. <laughs> it's pretty much that. Uh, so I'm not a huge fan of that decision. I feel yeah. like they should have just redrawn them, but whatever. Eh, they'll love this. It's a lot easier. <laughs> just just cut cut and paste. Throw it in there. It's fine. <laughs> So in between of bout in between long bouts of Animal Crossing, that's what I've been playing. Mm. Phil, you been playing anything else interesting while you're in quarantine? I have been playing Animal Crossing. Uh, Harold Arthur picked that up. He bought it with his own savings, um, and I have been playing off of his island, which is a bit of um, it's not the greatest i'm I'm having a lot of issues with nintendo's one system one island policy and because arthur and i i'm I'm totally fine with this because he started this he bought it it's his like he can be in charge of it but i am constantly like um i am constantly blocked like progress blocked because only the person whose island it is can make certain um progressive changes and i'm I'm kind of left to uh, softscape uh, the island, doing a lot of uh, flower gardens and forests and other landscaping things, uh, while Arthur takes care of building bridges and building shops and things that I'm not allowed to uh, participate in, which is, mm. again, not the greatest decision that Nintendo made. I don't, yeah, I don't like that either at all. I don't like that it doesn't cloud save because it's like I felt bad for Wes. Uh, Wes yeah. lost his eighty hours of gameplay, and then so that terrified me because I was like, "Shit, I got like two hundred hours in this motherfucker." So I did a search. I was like, "My f- save file is corrupted." Animal Crossing New Horizons, and it was just like, <laughs> you know, like the scene in like The Matrix where like all the guns show up. It was like, <laughs> it, was like it was like that, but it was just comments of people saying, "My save is gone," and it's like, "Should I stop playing this game until this is sorted out, or yeah. will it ever be sorted out?" I, Sean Muldowney said he could get me a blue switch light, and I was thinking about it, and then I read that, and I was like, 
all right, maybe I'm not going to play Animal Crossing because <laughs> mm. that will happen to me, and I don't want that to happen. Why do you think it would happen to you? Just because. Just because? Just because. Do you feel like the universe conspires against you? No, I just think it would happen. I think really? if I went out and bought a new Switch for it, it would <laughs> yeah. happen. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Like you're pushing, like you're pressing your luck a yeah. little bit? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, I know that a feeling. A second Switch, Tyler? Oh, oh, oh no. No, no, no. A blue one? <laughs> You're allowed a little bit of happiness, but not that much. <laughs> Tyler can have a blue a blue Switch light as a treat. <laughs> as a treat. <laughs> but not his own island and safe. No. That is true. Yes, I'm terrified about losing that. No, man, that is fucking scary. Ugh. Ugh. Because it's like, when I read the comments, I was like, what's the fix to this? Like, what are, what's the response? And the response is essentially, I don't know, man. Try reinstalling the game. I don't know. <laughs> cool. <laughs> yeah, God. Sweet. <laughs> it is. It's fucking horseshit. Nintendo, come on. So I don't know. I did see that. I don't, And I don't know. This is anecdotal. But I did see that a lot of it was happening to digital downloads. Um, oh. But that might just because the majority of people bought it. Digitally, you know what I mean? Because like, yeah. I so imagine the sample size for that is just larger. It's right, right it's yeah. larger. So who knows if that has anything to do with it? Yeah. But I am using it as like my security blanket, where it's like I bought the physical copy, I'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, God, God loves me. God yeah. loves the little yeah. children who bought all the physical copies. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Keeping the plastic. The, the big brave dogs who went out to brave COVID <laughs> to get to get Animal Crossing are rewarded. Keeping the plastic manufacturers in business. God Don't look out for the me. cowards, the house cowards. <laughs> yes. Big Karcher just got my back. <laughs> uh, there also, this is a little bit of a uh, horrible segue, but there's going to be a, say to us, a Soda Jerks t-shirt. Oh, yeah. oh, I'm so happy. So happy. I want um, that. Amazon merch was like, for a long time, they were like, we're not doing anything because of this COVID thing. And it's mm-hmm. like, I get it. Totally. Mm-hmm. So I don't know when it's going to go live. Uh, but Jonathan Wilson uh, made some fantastic Soda Jerks art. Oh, yes. God, yes. Um, that, I believe, was posted on the Tadpog Nation mm-hmm. Facebook group. So that art will be made into a, a shirt. Um, he's donated that to us, which is amazing. Oh, yeah. Does Jonathan have a title? Yes, he needs a title. You are correct. Uh, Sketchromancer. Sketchromancer? Yeah. Oh, okay, good. He's got good, one. Good, he's got good, one. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, forgotten. Perfect. He's our own realm. Love it. Sketchromancer. Yeah, we can uh, we can exploit his ability to instantly kill enemies. <laughs> so be careful if you buy the shirt. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Make sure you're a fan if you buy the shirt. That's all we're saying. Don't, boo- don't bootleg it. Yeah. Don't you do it. <laughs> mm. So other than that, I just watched No Escape this weekend. Henry tried to watch it with me, and it's like every time he would come in, someone was yelling bastard or shit, yeah. and it was like- <laughs> Shit bastard. <laughs> or shit bastard. Like he walked in, there's a scene in the movie- That's a big pile of bastard shit. <laughs> well, shit, you bastard. <laughs> there's a scene in the movie where Ray Liotta is drinking fermented piss, I think, mm, and mm. then like every other word in that scene is shit fuck or bastard. <laughs> And it's like, I am watching it on a computer, and so I don't have a remote deposit or anything. Henry just comes in, plops down on the bed. Shit, fuck, bastard. And it's like, I'm scrambling to get up to, like, pause it. What, meanwhile, like, get out, get out, get out. Siri, turn off YouTube. <laughs> so, yeah, there we go. And I pause it. I was like, that's why we'd never drink pee. <laughs> that's what you'll say, and you'll get in trouble. Right. Don't drink pee. Don't drink pee. Don't be like Bear Grylls. 
Do you think he really drank his own pee? I doubt it. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I don't think he did. Got a pee story, though. You got a pee story? I got a pee story. Is it about drinking your own pee? No. <laughs> it's about that bad, though. Not quite. No, well, not almost. It's about half that bad. Half as bad? Take that. Take it, take it about half. All right. Okay. So out here in uh, in Tadpog. The Holland Deck. The Holland Deck. Thank you. So You're like, welcome. Is that the blanket for? I saw you. The annex? What is yeah. this place? I saw your eyes searching. Where do I live? <laughs> so this room where I, I am wor- working and quarantining. Your uh, forever place. Yes. <laughs> this is where everything happens. So, so during the day when people are outside, of course, I, I pee into red solo cups and dump them outside. You have to you have to give a little bit of background on why you do that. I don't have a bathroom out there. There we go. Okay. <laughs> well, I have a toilet. It's just fun for me. Yeah, this is fun. some guys hit people with ball pee and hammers. I pee in cups. This is how this is how I cope. So I mean, there's a huge triangular piece of dead grass right outside my door where, I, where I dumped the pee. I've dumped my pee on that yeah. same triangle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like uh, the Lost <laughs> Island or whatever in Final Fantasy VI. It's just, it's my little yeah, homage. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were going like Dharma Initiative or something there. <laughs> no, tri- triangle Island where you get go-go. It's a little homage there. Sure. Uh, so... I, because, because, of course, then at night, <laughs> Hadley Stevenson did not do well on his piss platform. <laughs> uh, then at night, I don't want to get up and go outside, so I pee in a solo cup. I keep beside on my on my nightstand. <laughs> so it was, it was during the day, and I was cleaning out the fridge that's out here, and I ha- handled that devil stretch demon satan stretch whatever that hot sauce that i believe joy brought that was uh, i think uh i think paul brought or that paul brought yeah, that yeah, yeah. paul brought that fuck you paul for doing that because it got it all in my fridge it spilled <laughs> it's and, not his like, fault the, everything it's your fault <laughs> bring more solid <laughs> hot sauce bottles I th- i'm pretty sure paul anderson brought that <laughs> and of course it got all over my hands i peed it got on my dick yeah and of course it it burned but it was really irritating my hands under my fingernails. So uh, beside the fridge, I have one red solo cup about three-fourths of the way full of piss that uh-huh. I have not dumped out yet. I grab a fresh one and pour it about three-fourths of the way full of milk. Okay. All right. The yes. old ball and cup game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Set it beside it. I get like a text message. I turn around, wipe, I clean off my hands, answer my text message, turn back around in a hurry to get the milk onto my hands, yes. soak my hands. I grab a cup, I go outside, and I put my hands in it and pour, pour it all over my hands. I was like, I worked a little bit, but not like I thought. And man, that milk got warm quick. Man, this milk smells like frothy piss. <laughs> I went back inside and saw three-fourths glass of milk still sitting on my counter. Fuck. Also a horrible time Fuck. to not have plumbing in, in your yep. living place. Yep. <laughs> So what'd you do? Uh, hand sanitize the fuck out of your hands? Hand sanitize and sanitizer wipe my hands very, very well. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. And then the milk? Then the milk, I, I ate with Oreos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've discovered something over quarantine, and that is that um, store brand Oreos, pretty good. Yeah? Yeah, they're pretty good. My dad prefers them. I think I might be with your dad, yeah. dude. I mean, they don't have the uh, they don't have the fancy like quadruple stuffed or anything like mm-hmm. that. But yeah. I mean, just for like a straight up Oreo knockoff, not bad. Pretty good. Yeah, not bad. They're I Chips mean, Ahoy knockoffs. Oreo's good. the knockoff. Yeah, I know. From yeah. what Hydrox? Hydrox Long live Hydrox. Yeah, yeah. Which I've never had, so I guess they still exist. I had them a long time ago. 
What'd you think? What was your yeah, take? I like Oreos more. Yeah. It's probably just bias in my head. Yeah, it could be. We could do a blind taste test. We should. The Hydrox Oreo Tadpog Challenge. Glass of milk, glass of piss, Hydrox <laughs> Oreo. <laughs> <laughs> well, you ready to talk about uh, No Escape? No Escape. Yeah. Yes. You hear that, Dave? I do hear that. It sounds like No Escape, a movie <laughs> yeah. that came out yeah. and made $4 million in opening weekend. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds it sounds like the sounds of marching footsteps and then Ray Liotta shooting a man, his commanding officer in the head. Because that's how the movie starts. Oh, why'd you do that for? Uh, spoilers for No Escape, if anybody wants to actually watch the movie. Um, skip ahead, I guess, till next episode, because <laughs> I don't know how. Go ahead, watch No Escape and come back. <laughs> right. We'll be waiting. I didn't, but you might want to. You might want to, yeah. I mean, look... It's one of those movies where, like, I, I don't... I mean, we give, like, Ren and Stimpy spoilers for the Fire Dogs episode. Yeah, spoilers. <laughs> John K. did horrible things. <laughs> um, we, yeah, I don't know. No Escape isn't one of those movies where I feel like it hinges on the twists and turns of the plot. <laughs> <laughs> Ray Liotta's character, Robbins, did it because his commanding officer um, told him to go in and kill 150 women and children on an island. And then the military covered it up. Oh, okay. And then, so Ray Liotta's character, Robbins, um, he goes to super prison. He goes to super jail because he's because he did that thing. Not the women and children thing, because he shot his commanding officer. Uh-huh. Um, and then he take him to the super prison, and they are like, okay, we need something better than a super prison. We're going to send you to island prison. Ooh. And then they send him to Island Sounds Prison. Sounds romantic. Yeah, it seems like a really bad idea to have, like, you've got a really super secure prison, and then you no, take- we're just going to let him loose on an island. Yeah, let's just let him go on an island. Australia Junior. Yeah, baby Australia. It'll be fine. <laughs> It'll be fine. They probably won't, like, I don't know, war with each other or, like, find ways to escape or anything. Mm. It seems like if you've got- a small room with bars that's probably going to do a better job <laughs> than a big giant island. Yep. It seems like they are encouraging the war, though. Spoilers, again, there there are two factions of prisoners. There is, like, the Western, like, faction, and then there is, like, the tribal faction. And they the prison wardens only fly over and give supplies to the tribal faction. So they're really trying to encourage a lot of conflict between the two. Which, yeah, they are, but it's, I agree with that, but it's still, it's like, that doesn't seem like super efficient. No, you know what the, I mean? Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's like all these dystopian future movies, like they, they're, they sound like a neat idea until you actually get to the logistics of it. And it's just like, well, why would they do that? That's, <laughs> right. It's like Mystery Science like, Theater. <laughs> like, no, no, no. I'm going to make you watch bad movies. Right. <laughs> I'm a villain. <laughs> right. Is this the simplest way to handle this problem? Not at all. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> Fuck it. I don't know. And it, which is even crazier because in the beginning of the movie, they're like, Pris- the prison institution has been privatized worldwide. So this is like, that makes no sense on multiple levels because like so no company. one prison. Prison corporation yes. who owns pr- every and prison. All the prisons. <laughs> and no prison corporation is going to be like, let's waste a bunch of money, dude. Just like, <laughs> let's just put these dudes out on an island. We've got too much money and <laughs> too much power. You want to make Australia too? 
Yeah, yeah man. Let's bring Australia too. <laughs> Only instead of them evolving as a people, let's like let's bolster the psychopaths though. Like let's yeah. do that. Let's make it like Australia two <laughs> Fallout Vault version. <laughs> Have you guys ever heard Adam Carolla's pitch for his movie called Pedif Isle? <laughs> no. It is it is exactly what it sounds like. It is a futuristic dystopian society where all the world's pedophiles have been placed on a prison island and a tour group of uh cub scouts crashed lands on Pedif Isle <laughs> and they have to they have to escape from all the uh the pederasts on the island. It's it's a it's a fantastic. I'll send you guys the link to post in the po- show notes. It's, Please. it's a, he's been practicing this bit over many many years. It's great. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> so Phil, um what what do you think about No Escape? Like that's pretty much the plot, right? I mean, we pretty much did it. It's yeah, I mean it's <laughs> It's an action movie. I like the premise, but it's one Ray Liotta isn't an action star, and I know like he kind of did this because he wasn't an action star and he wanted a chance to do an action movie. And so like I don't I don't regret him that. Like if I if I had the opportunity to star in my own action movie, I'd say fuck yeah, let's do it. Um but I don't think like Would you own- let would you say I wait, I think that's a mistake. Would you yeah. even like give him that like room? Give him what room? To to like consider their thing because like if someone approached me and was like, hey, we want you want to be in a movie as an action star, I think I'd be like, you give, give that a little bit of thought. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if I were an actor, yes, just out of the blue, you newspaper journalist, would you like to be in this action movie about a prison island? I'd be like, that's a that's a weird decision to come to me with, but I'll. Would you mind it. calling my friend Jacob York and telling him about the offer that you just <laughs> made me? <laughs> Sir, if you pass on this, we have a graphic designer on the line who's willing to do it. <laughs> I'm more of a comedy or porn sort of guy. Yeah. Are you sure you don't need one of those? And by porn kind Maybe of guy. a comedy porn? <laughs> and by porn kind of guy, I'd be like watching it. <laughs> do, do you got anything in like an erotic thriller, like a Jade sort of premise that we could do? <laughs> Out of Eden, but like about edging? Maybe. <laughs> Do you have a script? Edging where a, out of Eden. <laughs> Do you have a script where a dude just scrolls through comments on Pornhub <laughs> <laughs> and drinks. <laughs> Speaking of drinking, I'm drinking the strangest midlife crisis concoction, <laughs> which is uh, Malibu and Fresca. So I'm not all sure. Right. How is it? It's all right. All right. It's all right. <laughs> I'm not sure. Grapefruit's natural pairing is coconut, but it's okay. <laughs> do you guys like Ray Liotta? Like not not in No Escape, but just in general. Like, do you like do you like Ray Liotta's acting? Phil, no. go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm trying to think what all that I've really enjoyed him in besides Goodfellas, Goodfellas. and even Goodfellas, in Good yeah. even in Goodfellas, he's he's overshadowed by the bigger stars in there. Absolutely. So I'm not sure. I've always, I've, yeah, I've never really considered. I, Ray Liotta is a name, but not one that I am ever drawn to as a as an acting personality. I liked him a lot as the big scary dog in The Sandlot Three. I thought that was really good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've seen his magnum opus, so I don't know if it gets any better than that. His magnum opus, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
What's that? Wild Hogs. Oh, he's in Wild Hogs. He's I the can't villain. remember that. He's the villain in Wild Hogs. <laughs> what was? <laughs> I forgot about that. I didn't. I didn't How know did Wild Hogs had a villain in it. Oh, Why yeah, would it yeah, need a villain? Yeah, yeah. Isn't it about like four biker dads? <laughs> yeah, I thought midlife. Yeah, they was run across <laughs> like a real, real bad biker gang and piss off their leader, Rayleigh. <laughs> I, I thought the crisis was, or I thought the villain was midlife crisis. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> well, that's the true villain, but you know, what was Rayleigh? That's like having cancer and getting hit by a car. It's like, sure, like the real villain is midlife crisis, but Ray Liotta is that car you got to deal with. <laughs> it's gonna hit you. But it took uh, it took a good many years for my mom to stop telling me how much I would love Wild Hogs. Have you seen it? Did you watch? You yeah, watched it because you know Ray Liotta. I did the watch it. Yeah. <laughs> and then what'd you tell her? I'm like, thanks. Not not really my thing. I don't think you know. I don't think you know my sense of humor very well. But you probably know about it as well as I portray it to you. So I guess that's a there for what I give you about my sense of humor. Solid recommendation. So what I want to know is what you tell your mom, what you like, <laughs> <laughs> for her to be like. I know what Tyler. Let me would tell like. you a pitch called pedophile. <laughs> <laughs> well, this game is. My least favorite, well, three-fourths of it is my least favorite kind of game. Oh, a bartering game? Well, that's the what's the one-fourth of it that I don't mind. The bartering's fine, but the cinematic platforming, Fox and so- I would rather play a soccer game than a cinematic platform. Oh, my God. Yeah. Jesus fucking Christ, man. That's harsh. Yeah, I'll play, uh, hey, let's play Mega Man's, Mega Man's Soccer. I think I'm going to be into that, and they're like, okay, that's a soccer game I like. Can't name a cinematic platformer that I like. All right, I guess that's fair, but I mean, I don't know. That I feel like that's, oh man, I'm just, I just, I'm not with you on that. I hate soccer games. Mega Man Soccer, I feel like it's probably going to be a very special case. Yeah, but ugh. I never played Mario Strikers. I'd be down to try Mario. Strikers. Yeah, Mario Strikers is fun. Yeah. yeah, I like those, but I mean, they're like kind of soccer they're games. Good. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, they're soccer <laughs> games, but like fun. Yeah, so they're different than regular soccer. Yeah, they're for games. soft boys. It's no big deal. <laughs> <laughs> I like Animal Crossing. It's cool. <laughs> but Phil, did you play this game very much after you caught up on the movie? Nope. Not at all. I played zero of it. I I looked up <laughs> um video of it and there is there is some some parts of it that are are true to the game. The the first level is is kind of a recreation of one of the scenes where Ray Liotta is escaping from the outsiders. That's the uh, the the evil uh, prison gang. Um, and then they do have the the bartering side of it. They do have these sixteen bit images of uh, Lance Henriksen and Ernie Hudson and all the other uh, characters from the movie. But the game looked the game looked especially watching you play it, David looked very difficult to navigate. Like all cinematic platformers yeah i mean it definitely felt like a cinematic platformer like for sure like <laughs> yeah where it's like okay i pressed the b button to jump and i gotta wait like two seconds for it to happen and you know you pull yourself up on ledges and stuff i mean mm. it's very it's rotoscoped like uh prince of persia was mm. rotoscoped so i mean it's definitely pulling from prince Sudden of persia falls and shit and yeah and yeah absolutely out of the blue swinging spike clubs that get you and 
the enemies combat. that are really, really fucking strong, and you're not. Yeah, they oh, they're all armed. Yeah, yeah, with like crossbows and blow guns and stuff <laughs> like that. And you pretty much have your fists unless you want to figure out how to craft a weapon. This game does have a crafting system in it, which I think is very ambitious mm-hmm. and uh-huh. a very cool idea. Extremely poorly executed because it's like I didn't make a single fucking thing. I played the game for three hours, made several trades with uh, the insiders, uh, and uh, never made a single thing. Never made a thing. No one gives you recipes. Uh, I know. I'll look on GameFAQs. Nope, I won't because there is fucking nothing here, buddy. I know. I'll look in the instruction manual. Oh, the instruction manual says there are 150 items in this game, and they just leave it at that. (laughs) (laughs) So you're telling me out of 150 items, in the the instruction manual, they say not all these items are useful. (laughs) (laughs) So you have to sift through, like, what's useful or not, and because you're on a deserted island, it's like, leather belts, are these useful? I don't know. Like Maybe I could fashion some kind of- Does anybody need some belts? Right. Is anybody an anime ninja? Do you need non-functional belts (laughs) for anything? Anybody's pants falling down and they're really embarrassed about it? So, yeah, I never made a single thing. And I thought I got really close because, like, one of the people you trade with, it might have been Ernie Hudson's character, I don't know, is like, um, no, it's actually um, the the guy who looks like a pug that's also Hitler. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, if they made an all-dog World War II movie, like, this would be Hitler. Uh, <laughs> he tells you like, oh yeah, I got this thing. I don't know. It's like an antenna or something. Maybe you can trade it to the, the techno gang. And it's like, okay, cool. So I traded for that. And then I go to the techno gangs level and no one's like, Hey man, you got an antenna. Can I have it? <laughs> Instead, they just shot me with crossbows and look like, uh, what you supposed to Yes. They're conquistadors <laughs> yeah. from Conquistador the top up basketball players from the bottom down. Yeah, yes. I was about to say, it's conquistadors if they have on basketball shorts yeah. and, like, the sorting hat that sort of looks like <laughs> a conquistador helmet. Because <laughs> it's floppy. Yeah. But they do look like weird conquistadors. Well, when the prison system does their supply drop, they have a they need to have a little fun. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, here's here's all the off-brand sorting hats and uh, the team who lost the NBA right? Finals basketball they're, shorts. Yeah, they're donated. Yeah. Essentially, they're a tax write-off for an NBA team. <laughs> uh, there are like five areas in the game that you can choose to explore. Uh, each area in the game on on the map on the island is an individual gang's area, which they do not touch on this in the movie at all. Um, there's it's like a footnote in the movie where like the the leader of the outsider who has like perfect teeth, like just the best, <laughs> like he's got the best <laughs> dental plan on the island. He's been there, I think he said for like 15 years, and man, not a cavity, not a single one. Uh, he. Uh, it, there's a footnote in the movie where he says, I've united all the gangs. Okay. <laughs> so that, until then, we didn't know there were a bunch of different gangs. Mm-hmm. But in the in the game, there definitely are. There are the techno the techno gang, which are the con- conquistadors. Yeah, they just have generators sitting around, like yeah. a whole bunch of generators. They have generators, and they use them to set up They're these, malfunctioning. Yeah. No, they're, well, all you got to do is kick them. <laughs> <laughs> just kick the, kick the generator, and it switches off. Um, 
but they like use these generators to like have electrified fields like traps on the ground, mm. which are instant kills. If you walk on one of those, it's an instant kill. So that sucks. Um, there are the mole men. Mm. I didn't even get to see the mole men because you try. Well, why to, would you? They're in the dark. Exactly. You need some kind of light source. So if you try to go to the mole men's area, the game's like you got to have a light source. So I got to the point where I was trading with the insiders, and I'm like, okay, I got a butane, I got a butane lantern, and I have butane fuel. I should be able to combine these together to get a light source, and I don't, I couldn't do it. I didn't like it. I <laughs> took those two things, so it's like I don't know what I'm doing wrong. Like I don't know, am I missing a third element? Like, do I need to make fire? Like, what is? It's detailed yeah. enough to Man, be <laughs> man's red flower. <laughs> right, that's what you forgot. Yeah. I gotta find Mowgli <laughs> so I can go see the mole man. Yeah, that'd be that'd be where I'd be. Those are my people. The mole man. The mole man. Yeah, I, they might be mine too. I don't know. <laughs> So I never got to visit the Mole Man, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. I'm sure they're lovely people. Um, then there's Merrick's gang. Merrick has taken over a hotel. I don't know why there was a hotel on this island. Mm. Maybe he made it? I don't know. Uh, but they are heavily armed. Before I was arrested, I was a hotel manager. <laughs> was a hotel manager? It was a concierge <laughs> with dreams of becoming a hotel manager. Now I can finally do it. Uh, so they're a whole, they're a whole gang. Uh, and then you've got the, I think they're called the tree dwellers. Uh, and um, they are essentially naked dudes with blowguns. <laughs> yep. And then that's pretty much, that's pretty much it. You can go, so in these areas, you find supplies and those supplies are used to trade with the insiders. So it's kind of got a cool, that's a cool game loop. Like, mm -hmm. I think that's neat. But the problem is I feel like there's not enough explanation to know what the fuck you're supposed to do. Uh, it's a lot of trial and error. It feels a lot – it felt a lot to me like the games I would play in 1988, like in DOS, and be like, yeah, I mean, I could spend a couple weeks playing this game because it's the only game I have and figure it out and then end up loving it because I figured it out. But, like, that's pretty much all that there is to like about mm -hmm. this game, mm -hmm. except for the sound. I think, it's, I think the music's awesome. I love the music in this game. I remember you saying that as yeah, as, as watching you play it on Twitch. Um, yeah, I thought the music was surprisingly good because I figured it was just all going to be like that, like Sega Genesis Jurassic Park soundtrack, where it's Which like it looks. This game looks like that. It's, very much. It looks like it could have been a Jurassic Park yeah. game that they were just like, "What's the hot property right now?" Oh man, no escape, no escape. number one. <laughs> 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 number one in the box office, four million. <laughs> Let's do it. It's nineteen ninety four. That's a lot of money. Yeah, right. Cancel the four weddings and a funeral game. Produce this instead. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, that is pretty much. I, mean, I don't even know the how game. you beat it, right? Because you just cycle through these levels. I guess until you craft the right thing and go to the right level and do es the right thing with the and item. Escape. Yep, you have I to craft a, a way to escape from the island. Yeah. I've read that there are multiple ways to do it, but I don't know. I, I couldn't find a I couldn't find a fact on it. I found a few YouTube videos, and all, most of those videos are just like this game sucks. <laughs> and it's like that's it. Roll credits. Yeah, you gotta go. Uh, gotta go to King and get the Yoshi doll. Then you go to Father and trade the Yoshi doll for a, for a can of dog food. <laughs> right. The dog food you go and you get you trade for bananas. The bananas you go to trade the monkey. You get a stick. <laughs> Yeah, Mario, Super Mario RPG handled this trading mechanic a whole lot better, I think. <laughs> um, 
yeah, I don't know. If the controls were better, even like even in the trading thing and with the insiders, the controls are super bad. I never like I'm always like accidentally exiting out of the menu instead of doing the trade. And that's super annoying because you have to like go back into the menu, go back to the person you want to trade with. Um, so yeah, it's just not very, mm-hmm. just not very. I remember seeing a YouTube clip of the end boss fight where you have to fight the prison warden who, if, if you've seen the movie, you can recognize as a very, uh, unintimidating fat kind of, um, dude in a suit. And, and he's kind of the last guy you have to beat in order to, uh, beat the game. And it's, it's very strange because the end of the actual movie, um, um, Robbins ends up, um, abducting the, the helicopter that the prison warden is landing down on. And, um, just kind of grabs him and pushes him out of the helicopter, and that's the end. And here he's like this, this really robust, um, muscular end boss who you have to uh, punch to death in order to beat the game. <laughs> so they give him the kingpin, kingpin treatment. A little bit. He's he's definitely the, so the actor. He's actually a, a somewhat um, well-known character actor, Michael Lerner, and he's he's definitely like he's got he's got my body type, which is not flattering at all. I um, don't know that he has your body type. He has a very like exaggerated body type. <laughs> you you see a lot of me from the shoulders up, so you don't get the full uh, picture that is my robust physique. So. It's, <laughs> Well, I, I, I would not be movie, a match for Ray Liotta. I'll give you that. <laughs> <laughs> this island was an island of character actors, which is yes. like, I mean, it was like so many of like, oh man, they just like, they wanted to make sure like Ray Liotta and Merrick, the bad guy, were like <laughs> the only two that were like, these guys are movie stars. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Everyone else looks like Merrick normal was, people. He was having fun with it. Like he was definitely that movie villain where it's just like, I am... I'm a manically happy guy who likes to fucking kill people. And like that's his entire shtick the the whole time and you could tell he was having a good time with it. I I enjoyed hey, his Hey Two-Face. His Show hammy me how performance. To punch a guy. <laughs> <laughs> I think this movie was better than Batman Forever. Like Yes. A lot better than Batman Forever. It depends on what you're looking for. If you're looking to like laugh then Batman no Forever. Escape, definitely. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. Yeah. Every time Ray Liotta talks about killing 150 women and children, it's just like a laugh riot. It's like a joygasm. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> uh, his character is the worst. I fucking hate his character because it's like he is just like an asshole the entire way throughout yeah. the entire movie. And it is like, even when it's. Even- hey, Ray Liotta, what are you good at playing? Uh, assholes. Yeah. Just assholes. Lone Wolf. Yeah, tough and cool. Great, cool. His only defining <laughs> characteristic is that he's defiant towards the good yeah. guys, towards the bad guys. If you present him, he is the worst improv person ever because he's just <laughs> no. Do you want to help us out, Ray Liotta? No, I want to no. leave this island. Okay, no, well, I have you a can gun. Do this. No. <laughs> There is a there's literally a scene where like the dude who took him in to like the civilized gang mm-hmm. they're not really a gang the civilization the on the civvies. island the civvies yeah the insiders the dude named the, the Sid Meier <laughs> right the father the father's like I'm dying dude here please take this book if you escape the island let everyone know what's going on here and Ray Liotta's like no and the, and, and the scene ends <laughs> <laughs> 
because that is that is the premise of the, of the movie is that it is it is a secret prison island in which society does not know that um prison island exists and so uh the father played by Lance Henriksen wants to get the information out there spread it to the media that uh illegal prison fun island actually exists and then <laughs> you know the, the powers that be within the government uh can then take care of it i guess it doesn't it's all address a matter of spin because it doesn't this address is also that. the branch this is the branch that becomes the running man so whenever the people find out they're like that's pretty awesome yeah wait <laughs> we want to see why that. aren't we tell- <laughs> instead of shutting this down what if we put a few cameras in there? <laughs> uh, maybe film some of this, get some sponsors, uh, maybe Gatorade, maybe Red Bull. Um, <laughs> see if we can... Uh, maybe a little know. Richard Dawson. Yeah. Wrap it up nice. <laughs> Except Richard Dawson couldn't kiss any ladies. There weren't any women in this film. Did you guys notice that? There was not a single De- woman oh. in the definitely entire... Definitely does not pass the Bechdel test. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> Do they ever talk about women and how horny they are with all the men, or is it just completely glossed no, over? It's just implied that they fuck each other because, like, they never bring it up ever. <laughs> they do. Is eat it each is other. it implied, there or is... do we imply it? Like, oh, you know, those guys are fucking, or they are all like. That's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> there is implied can not implied. There is stated cannibalism, but there is no no sexuality expressed in either direction in this movie. <laughs> it's ninety four. We don't want to gay it up, man. <laughs> that's not gonna that's not gonna fly at all. Just there's a bunch of defiant men <laughs> living what's on we- an island. <laughs> what's weird is that the movie gets occasionally like lighthearted slapsticky almost in parts. <laughs> yes, where, like where when the tr- dude gets decapitated. Yeah. And and the Benny where, like, them theme play, <laughs> and the uh, the the guy who who brews alcohol gets like um gets gets exaggeratedly angry when Ray Liotta doesn't like his fermented urine, and it's it's kind of played off as as very light, and it this movie's tone just kind of jumps in a variety of directions because then it'll have like Ray Liotta looking at a funeral pyre. And he's imagining all the women and children right. that he killed, and he's having like this screams. PTSD breakdown. And it's yeah. like, wait a minute, we were just having a laugh about <laughs> fifteen minutes ago about like the the dwarf collector who found rubber on the shoreline and yeah. trying to sell it, <laughs> and the guy trying to buy Ray Liotta's boots if he dies. Yeah, Johnny Drama's in the movie. Yeah, who? Kevin Johnny Dillon. Drama from Entourage. Yeah. Kevin Dillon. Oh, okay. I had to think for a second. I've never seen a single episode of Entourage. I've not seen many, but I could like I saw him in the movie, and I was like, "That guy looks familiar." Why? He plays. And a big I looked role. him up, and I was like, "Oh he, yeah, yeah." He has a pretty big role. He's, he's uh, like fourth fourth build on this. He's like the wayward teen who latches on to uh, to Ray Liotta's character and wants to look up to him. I mean, he's on the poster. Big deal. Yeah. He's on the SNES box. Man, you're a jerk to everybody. That's awesome. Yeah, he's impressed by how he handled the outsiders. Because yeah. like, like Ray Liotta's character is like the only one to have escaped from the outsiders. Because that's where they drop them off. When they mm-hmm. bring prisoners to the island, they're like, drop them off with the outsiders. So Ray Liotta's well, how character. how did all they survive then? How did all the, the outsiders the survive? The insiders survive. Well, they get, they were early. They were early oh, survivors. So they're okay. all like old people pretty much. Gotcha. I guess. I don't know how Casey got there. Why don't they that's over... A good, that's a good question. Yeah, why don't they overrun yeah. the old people then? Speaking of Casey, Casey of uh, the Piggy Palace fame, I mentioned he's a big movie guy, and I just mentioned this to him, and he turned to me, oh, shit, man, I was thinking that like two days ago. <laughs> Fuck, I love that movie. It's like my brother's... My brother loves that movie, and I... 
I like it a lot, but it's a good afternoon killer, like in, in a good way. It is a good afternoon killer, but it does surprise me to hear that it is somebody's like one of their favorite movies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But this is like one of those movies where it would be playing on like TNT or something in like, you know, the early 2000s. And it's like, yeah, okay. Let's yeah. let this play. In like the early 95s. Right. <laughs> on TNT. I did, I did watch this thing three times between Wednesday and today. So I, I watched it once. <laughs> I watched it once in full and then I fell on the sleep or fell, on, fell asleep on the couch watching it two other times. <laughs> <laughs> I like we found on this if we've done anything on this podcast we have discovered a plot hole in the movie and that is Just Johnny one. Drama's character how is he an insider if Ray Liotta's character is the only one who has escaped the outsiders mm-hmm. I don't I, know do, do, <laughs> I don't know how that happened does the pr- prison warden helicopter drop off because the, pr- the warden is like I think he's there in the helicopter when they drop him off isn't he no, no, yeah, he's he's in the command know. booth. Either way, they 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 have a helicopter full of guards that they land in the island, and then they push Ray Liotta out, and then he's covered in rats. And it's right. <laughs> it's really amusing because <laughs> yeah. they he's he's pushed out on the fl- on the ground. You see him on the ground. There's not a not a an animal in sight. And then they do a <laughs> close up to him after the helicopter leaves. And he looks down, and he's covered in rats, and he brushes them all off. Then the rats are gone, and the rats are never mentioned again. It's just like... Yeah. It's like a scene from Are You Afraid of the Dark? Like, what's scary? Put rats on them! (laughs) Just a very quick moving rat swarm, I understand. (laughs) I see those all the time. So I'm I'm guessing the the prison helicopter drop-off just happens at random spots, because they were talking about how the supply drop-off is random... At any given time, so they never know when supplies are going to, where they're going to be, and when they're going to be dropped off. Um, but the fact that the outsiders have a six-to-one numbers ratio over the insiders usually means that the outsiders get uh, get the drop-offs before the insiders get a chance to. That still doesn't solve how Kevin Dillon uh, survived, because once he does get captured by the outsiders, uh, he dies within about five minutes after that. Yeah. <laughs> They do the whole. They do the whole um, make Kirk and Spock fight thing. They do that. Except because... it was like Kirk, Kirk and Wesley. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like I imagine that like moment was supposed to be really dramatic, but it's like because like the kid is like so the kid has to fight Ray Liotta, and the kid's like kill me, and then Ray Liotta just does. <laughs> <laughs> So Ray Liotta is the Team Four Star version of Vegeta. <laughs> All right. <laughs> There's no like, In no idiot. <laughs> There's no like, no, we don't have to do it this way. The kids like kill me. Ray Liotta just stabs him in the stomach. <laughs> You're real fucking dumb, but you would have died anyway. So later. <laughs> well, uh, you got any achievements for this game? I got a couple. That came in from Twitch chat. The form totally broke. The Google form broke. It broke so bad that people could only input numbers. So uh, <laughs> my, fa- my favorite achievement from Zalnop is one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three. <laughs> so in order to unlock one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three, you one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three. <laughs> Uh, and then some other uh, achievements came in from Discord uh, and Twitter. I've got one from Nathan, uh, man of constant sorrow. 
in order to unlock Man of Constant Sorrow. Trade with Stefano. See if he has a can of Dapper Dan. Uh, because he totally looks like he is straight out of Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Next achievement comes from Edgelord Kyle, and that is, well, that's one way to get a blowjob during social distancing. In order to unlock, well, that's one way to get a blowjob during social distancing. Get killed by the blowguns from the dudes in the trees who are trying to stay six feet away from you. <laughs> this game kind of reminded me in parts of D&D uh, because they all have like these ranged weapons that they're using oh. on you, right? So the strategy is... Dodge their ranged attacks until you're right up on them, and then get within get within their range where they can't hit you. Then Donkey Kong roll past them to the other side and punch <laughs> right, them from behind. Exactly, and they're so stupid that it like it takes them a long time to turn around, and then you just get behind them again and just keep hitting them in the back of the head. <laughs> it looks a lot cooler in the movie. Ray Liotta, master of the back attack. <laughs> right. Really, in the movie, Ray Liotta like hits a dude once and he dies. But in this game, you have to hit him like nine times. I nearly killed times. 150 women and children <laughs> with this move. Did you guys have any achievements? Uh, jars of clay, and uh, you get that by trading a lump of clay and praying that you get something for it. All right, jars of clay. Jars of clay. <laughs> you trade clay for fire. That's how you acquire the fire. <laughs> <laughs> man, yeah. you just jog something hard. Acquire the fire. Shit, I forgot mm, about that. That's needed to visit the mold, man. Hey, Brandon. And, and hey, Brandon. Do rag girl. Remember that? Do rag girl. Tell me about do rag girl. All right. Girl. So, acquire the fire was like a Christian three day like Christian concert uh, type venue that we went to, and Brandon for years he kept talking about this incredibly hot girl wearing a do rag. Do rag girl. He kept like walking by her, and she'd eye him, and they'd eye each other. He was like, "I'm gonna go talk to Do Rag Girl." He never could find her again. So for years, he talked about, "Man, Do Rag Girl was hot, and man, she wanted me." Fuck, fuck. <laughs> yeah, too bad we didn't didn't finger blast a Do Rag Girl to acquire the fire. <laughs> yeah, you miss every shot you don't take, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Phil, do you have any achievements? Um, I'm gonna workshop one with you guys. Uh, All right, perfect. So it's. Ray, when someone asks if you are a god, you say yes. Because Does this involve it, Ernie Hudson's character, Hawkins? Because, because it involves Ernie Hudson's character, Hawkins, <laughs> and there is a character played by Ray Liotta. So um, <laughs> maybe when, when, when Ray Liotta trades with, uh, with Hawkins, um, you get that. You always have to say yes to every trade with Hawkins. There we go. <laughs> yes, there you go. That's really good. And Hawkins seems to have some things that would be really useful because he has a compass. He has like a map of the coast. It's like these things, I could see using these things to get off the island, mm -hmm. but they're not going to help me get to the mole man. That's, That's where I need to go. That's where the real treasure <laughs> right? is. So I saw some video on the mole man level, and it looks like they, like 80% of it is taken directly from the caves in Castlevania 4. A little derivative? A little bit. It looks, it looks very, like their fans... The people who made this game are fans of that, uh, of Castlevania. So Speaking Yetis which, that split into smaller and smaller versions, so many of them, the screen <laughs> experiences a lot of slowdown. Uh -huh. Who did develop you, this game? Or am I stepping that? on, who did develop this game? Or, or am I stepping on your toes for later in the show? Not at all, man. Bits Corporation developed this game, and um, it released in 1994. Uh, they are famous for a few of these gems, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves for the Game Boy, uh, R-Type, 
for the Game Boy. So there we go. They got one. Uh, let's switch to the Super NES games. Gun Force, uh, which was published by IRIM, but they developed it. Uh, they uh, did Space Football one-on-one. <laughs> That's not a game <laughs> that you can play one-on-one, though. Uh, I've never played it. I mean, we will eventually, for sure. Um they developed a game that I've heard is horrible, Terminator 2 Judgment Day for the mm-hmm. Super Nintendo. They developed another game that I've heard is horrible, which is the Itchy and Scratchy game. Oh, yes. Yes. They developed Wolverine Adamantium Rage, Ooh. Uh, which I've heard is not good, but I never played it. It was one of those when I was a kid, I was like, man, I want to play Adamantium Rage. And someone was like, no, play uh, play the Capcom Mutant Apocalypse. It's way, Wolverine is way better in that game. It's like, it's not all Wolverine, but he's way better in that game. But he doesn't have a energy bar that if he extends his claws, it loses mutant power pretty quickly. Is that Adamantium, how that Adamantium is, Rage works? Well, that's the majority of all Wolverine games. Oh, you yeah. only use his claws for just like a little bit of time. Too powerful. And his regeneration is basically non-existent. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No one knows how to handle that. That's why, like, in uh, X-Men versus uh, Street Fighter, man, him having a healing factor with, like, input command was like, this is fucking awesome. Mm -hmm. Uh, And they also did Dream TV for the Super Nintendo, Genocide 2. It's back. (laughs) (laughs) Genocide 2. Uh yeah yeah they make a lot yeah. of they make a lot Not of movie great. games <laughs> oh yeah they I see did. Last Action Hero I see Mary Shelley's Frankenstein which. Man, I have not played Mary Shelley's Frankenstein, but I've watched the the SNES drunk video on it. <laughs> Actually endorsed by Mary Shelley. <laughs> oddly enough, this yeah. game is pretty tits. <laughs> I keep a picture, uh, a bag with my husband's heart in it, and this SNES game from the book I wrote. One hundred percent approved by Lord Byron is actually on the the cover of the game. So yeah, we have a lot of these to look forward to from uh-huh. the randomizer. I've heard that Last Action Hero isn't that bad. I liked that movie growing up. I didn't like it growing up. Growing up because it's. I think I was like almost to the point where. Uh, I mistakenly thought I was too good for it. You know what I mean? Uh, and it was like, it was like one of those where, um, I just didn't like the f- fictional things coming out in the real world <laughs> and vice versa. I wasn't all about it yet. But it's a young time with Lannister with a fake I, eye. Yeah, I know. Right. <laughs> with the smiley face, eyeball <laughs> and whatever. <laughs> yeah. But I need to rewatch it because it's like, I don't know. The more I think about it as an adult, I'm like. You know what? They were really trying to do some cool shit with that movie. Yep. So. Especially the guy who owned the theater looking up to Harry Houdini his whole life. And then like, do I pull Harry Houdini out? Do I meet him through like this? No, no. Never meet your heroes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, the judge from Night Court would be very disappointed in that. <laughs> I can't remember his name right now for whatever reason. Bull? No. Not the judge. He's the bailiff. Harry, Harry, Harry. Anderson? Harry, Harry Anderson. Anderson. Yeah. Harry and the Hendersons. <laughs> Harry and the Andersons. <laughs> the, the night court spin off. have dinner. Yeah. <laughs> it's the one with John Lithgow. We're at the end of the episode. He punches Harry until he runs into the forest. <laughs> He's the Trinity killer. And he actually. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So there we go. That's, uh, that's that. That's um, the wonderful track record of Bits Corporation. Bits Studios. You guys uh, want to take a gander? Want to take a guess at like where they are now? Bits Studios. 
That had to be bought up by somebody. They were bought up by a company I'm sure we're all very familiar with, Playwise. 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 They're a red link in Wikipedia. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, They were sold off to Playwise in 2008 due to poor trading results, Uh and the company no longer has any trading operations. So... Tradewise had spent all their money on purchasing bits and went defunct immediately afterwards. (laughs) The the equivalent of Kirby sucking someone up and jumping off the stage in Smash Brothers. (laughs) Thanks, Playwise. (laughs) I will say (laughs) this: you shouldn't be in this world anymore. (laughs) We Playwise will take care of this. Ray Liotta for Smash. Next DLC. (laughs) Ray Liotta for Smash. You're right. No escape, Ray Liotta, just defiant to everyone. Yeah. His ultimate smash is him just laughing loudly until people leave because they're uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. There's 16-bit Ray Liotta in this game, which is kind of neat. Yeah. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's the thing you didn't know you needed. Yeah. This is this is the only game in which you can play Ray Liotta. So, <laughs> as far as we know, yeah, unless we make we make the other B Ray Liotta button in addition to the B Wolverine button. Remember that that uh, that Koei strategy game, Ray Liotta's Ambition. <laughs> we got that one to play still. Ray Liotta's Fun House. <laughs> Itchy Ray and Ray Liotta. <laughs> Ray Liotta Championship World League Soccer. <laughs> Super Ray Liotta Chicken. Ray Liotta Minutes Prime Goal. Uh, <laughs> balls. Parentheses. Ray Liotta. Ray Liotta. <laughs> Guys, I'm not sure if uh, I want to drop the $60 or not on my Ray Liotta Mini console. <laughs> Decided whether I'm gonna pull the trigger on that. So I had I had uh, Big Dick Pie Baker Chris Vaughn 3D print me <laughs> a, a real Liotta. It's got an emulator in it that I plug into the TV. All right, we have to make that. Now we have to fashion a Ray Liotta out of like paper mache and put a retro pie inside of it. It's just a Madame Tussauds wax figurine <laughs> with a raspberry pie just pressed into it. <laughs> <laughs> you guys uh, want to take a guess at how much this game is? This game, Ray Liotta's No Escape, which has Johnny Drama, Ray Liotta, and Ernie Hudson on the cover. Uh-huh. $5.32. Uh, I'm going to aim with this being, s- well, no, I, b- I bet they thought they rolled out with this and they thought it'd be big. Uh, $10.53. All right. Actual retail value of No Escape, the Super Nintendo game. Loose on average, according to PriceCharting.com, at the time of this recording, is eleven dollars and ninety nine cents. All right. Which I will say, I'm kind of surprised because this game is rare. It's listed as a rare find uh, in the Ultimate Nintendo Guide to the SNES Library, 1991 through 1998, by Pat Contry, courtesy of Master Mold Mike. It is listed as rare and has a two star rating. Okay. I feel like that's. Probably pretty appropriate. That, that's one we can agree with. Two star isn't like way wildly off. Um, yeah. It's this is not a good game. 
I don't think this is a good game at all, but I don't think it is one of the worst Super Nintendo games that I played. No. There are definitely other games. You played that game for a while during your stream, like, I would play this over Street Hockey 95. I would play this over... Yeah, even though people were asking me to stop playing it. I was like, I'm not going to stop playing it. It's not that bad. It's not bad enough to switch to Super super Cools and Ghosts. Yeah. (laughs) But it's pretty bad still. Yeah. Although it is totally one of those, like... It is one of those games where, okay, so Phil said he saw a video of a guy fighting the last boss, which tells me that there is footage out there of how to get to the last boss, mm. which kind of makes me want to find that and beat the game. But All I'm right, not, so I'm, a special Saturday stream, no escape. I'm not fucking, I'm not going to do it because Animal Crossing exists. But if it didn't. Yeah. Until you can find Ray and come to your town in Animal Crossing. The only way to do that is to name your island in Animal Crossing Absalom. That is the name of the prison island. Oh, okay. That then Ray Liotta shows up. Yeah. <laughs> you got to say when he asks you anything, you say no to everything, and then he respects you. <laughs> <laughs> he, he moves into your town, and then he moves in. <laughs> Never visit him though. Yeah, he'll, he'll stab you. <laughs> he will stab you the fuck out of you. <laughs> what if Animal Crossing was a prison island? I think that I would really enjoy that DLC, the Prison Island DLC. <laughs> <laughs> See, I want Jacob and I talked about the uh, Animal Crossing Noir, where it's suddenly turns like black and white, and there's a murder, a random murder of one oh, of yeah. your villagers. Oh yeah, <laughs> I still want that yeah. murder, that that murder mystery <laughs> DLC. We talked about that a long time yeah, on the show, a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Um, got anything else we can talk about? I got some questions for you. All right, mm-hmm. Tyler. Yes, Dave. If you were to give this game a beard mm-hmm. that sums up how you feel about it, what kind of beard would it be? Give it the rough, unshaven beard of one Ray Liotta in Wild Hogs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so does Ray Liotta have his own like motorcycle gang in yeah. Wild Hogs? What are they? Are they called like the Little Liotas or <laughs> <laughs> what are they? Little the Liotas, Urban Achievers, <laughs> the, the Sweet Baby Rays. <laughs> 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 that works on multiple levels. Wild Hogs. I'm Ray Liotta. This is my my gang, Ray Liotta's gang. <laughs> it gets the point there's... across. Everyone wanted to watch No Escape. Everyone. <laughs> Henry wanted to watch it because he knew there was cussing in it, apparently. <laughs> Nikki wanted to watch it because she loves Ray Liotta. Ray Liotta's been like in her like five. Like in her top five. For a long time. Oh, you yeah. You need to go home and just Absolutely. start telling her no to everything and yeah. like brandish a knife at her you if she gets put, too close. Put my mascara on. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, what I'm saying is the Ray Liotta life-size retro pie is staying at your house. Yeah. <laughs> Tyler. Yes, Dave. I like that beard. Thank you. Because it reminded me that Wild Hogs is a movie. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm going to recommend for the next Experience Grind Netflix watch party. Wild Hogs. Wild is Hogs. it on Netflix? It's I hope so. got to be streaming somewhere. Somewhere. Just Ray Liotta's house. The despecialized <laughs> edition? Of oh, wild yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's the, there's one with all the virtual huge motorcycles <laughs> and shit in it. One where they're like, oh, there aren't enough like actual wild hogs. So we're gonna add these in after the fact. John Travolta's not creepy and weird and plastic. God, enough. I forgot he was in that movie. Yeah. I forgot everything. I've seen this movie, but I've forgotten everything about it. <laughs> so wait, let's go through it. Ray Liotta's the villain. Uh-huh. You got John Travolta in it. Uh-huh. Uh huh. You've also got who else is in it? Uh, ask, me, ask me for my glasses. Tyler, I, I need my glasses. I know who this is going to be. Well, if I were to give this a pair of glasses to summarize how I felt about it. <laughs> oh, those glasses. I would give it the glasses of William H. Macy. William H. Macy. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot 
glad he was in that movie. Why did he do that? <laughs> Why did he do oh, it? He was like, I did Boogie Nights. I'll do Wild Hogs. Or the Boogie same Nights movie. is a good movie. <laughs> it's the same movie. Maybe he got confused. I'm the same character just 20 years later. <laughs> Wild Hogs does sound like it could be plausibly the sequel to Boogie Nights. <laughs> Is is Philip Seymour Hoffman? Is he in Wild Hogs? No, but Doctor Cox is. Really, Doctor Cox is the creepy uh, cop who keeps chasing them around. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I forgot about that. Uh, is Martin Lawrence in that movie? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess he's the the only black character in the movie. Is Martin Lawrence? Is it him? I can't remember. I have no idea. I don't remember. And then, hey Siri. <laughs> Oh, never mind. I can't. I, Siri won't talk to me because we're talking to Phil right now. Let's just take a moment. I, I want to pull up the cast list of Wild Hogs. Phil, are you on it? Um, I, I'm on the Wikipedia page, but not the IMDb page. All right, John Travolta. Oh, ho, ho, ho. Yeah. Tim Allen. Oh, yeah. We're going to Tim Allen. Tim the Toolman Taylor. Martin Lawrence. Yes, you are correct. All right. Your girl, Marissa Tomei. Yeah. Yeah, I like Marissa. I like Marissa Tomei. Aunt May action. Uh, let's see. So what we're trying to say is this movie's actually pretty good. <laughs> well, Ty Pennington is also in Wild Hogs. <laughs> Ty all back. It all comes around, baby. Ty Pennington. <laughs> Where the fuck does he play? Or does he just do set work? I don't remember. Yeah, I hope so. You see him in the background building shit. Are they like, this movie needs a Harrison Ford. Let's get Ty Pennington on here in case things go awry with John Travolta. And get him in. <laughs> Randy Sklar had a... <laughs> Randy and Jason Sklar both. Here's what I love. Dude, I just did a Google search for Wild Hogs. Here are the reviews. IMDb, 5.8 out of 10. Rotten Tomatoes, 14%. Walmart, 4.8 out of 5. (laughs) (laughs) Man, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I love that Walmart has its own review. When did that happen? That's the voice of the people. That's that's the voice of the real Americans, Dave. (laughs) Oh my I, God! Craig Walmart, and I <laughs> find this movie to be subpar. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Oh, I don't see it streaming anywhere for free. But, <laughs> well, I guess it's on Hulu. If you have a Hulu subscription, okay, YouTube, so, it's two ninety nine. So Ray Liotta's character is named Jack Blade, and he <laughs> control he controls the Del Fuegos biker gang. So not the Sweet Baby Rays or the Little Leotas. <laughs> well, Del Fuego is Spanish for Ray Liotta. So. <laughs> oh, I forgot. <laughs> yeah. All right. So Wild Hogs uh, is a 2007 action-adventure comedy. Uh, it, it opened It opened 10 times the amount that No Escape <laughs> opened. This box office opening is yeah, so 40 million. I, how did that taste Holy. in your mouth, Ray Liotta? <laughs> Stick with shit. the Fuegos. Wild Hogs made $253 million. A quarter of a billion dollars. Wild Hogs was a massive success. (laughs) Yep. I never would have guessed that. Why did we not get a Wild Hogs 2, or did we? I I think Wild Hogs is like, this is what shows me how out of touch I am with middle America. I am, I am a West Coast liberal elite. This is, this is baffling. Well, it's also 13 years old, so there is that. There's some solace there, I guess. But then again, that Walmart rating still is 4.8 out of 5. So, so there was a sequel. Oh, but it was canceled. Oh no! 
Why? Here's why. Okay. Wild Hogs 2, Bachelor Ride was eventually happening. Bachelor Ride? Bachelor Ride. Wild Hog 2, starring John Travolta, Martin Lawrence, William H. Macy, and Tim Allen as four middle-aged friends who set off on the road trip before finding themselves in trouble with an infamous biker gang led by Ray Liotta. Wait, was that the... Is that the plot of the second one? That's no, still the first one. Oh, okay. While Wild Hogs received almost universal negative reviews, the film would gross over $250 million <laughs> and do a tidy business on DVD also. Wild Hog beat David Fincher's acclaimed thriller Zodiac at the box office. I mean, that makes sense, though. So, so I mean, while really... critics might have hated it, it struck a chord with audiences. <laughs> Became a little surprise when Wild Hogs 2 Bachelor Ride was announced soon after, which will reunite the cast, but it didn't happen. Disney abruptly dropped the sequel in 2009, along with several other products projects. That was a, that's a Disney joint. I didn't know. John that. Travolta soon reunited with Wild Dogs Helmer Walt Becker for Old Dogs. Old Dogs. Oh yeah, a family movie co-starring Robin Williams. Uh, received even worse reviews than Wild Hogs did, and while the movie was a modest success, the box office take proved disappointing to Disney. Were they going to do a Hogs Dogs crossover? <laughs> what were they doing? <laughs> Uh, this felt that underperformance was linked to its leading men, while Disney canceled a planned comedy called Wedding Band, starring Robin Williams and Anna Faris, and Wild Hogs 2 Bachelor Ride. The lukewarm performance of Martin Lawrence in the comedy College Road Trip didn't help that. So all the stars then did shit that flopped. They were like, nah. I feel like that's the wrong call, though. I mean, a it's movie like clearly makes a, they all worked together. <laughs> and the movie makes a quarter of a billion dollars. I feel like you take a chance. I would if it were me and my quarter of a billion dollars. It also didn't fit in with Disney Slate at the time. It was it was propping up Tron Legacy, Pirates of the Caribbean, On Stranger Tides, and John Carter. So basically, I think it sunk too much into John Carter to afford <laughs> Wild Hogs too. Okay, well that's good. To, that's good to know. Yep. Wild okay, Hogs so too. Mate, so we hardly more, knew ye. Some more Walt. Some more Wikipedia deep diving. Walt Becker, the director, directed Buying the Cow, Wild Hogs, Old Dogs, Zookeeper, Alvin and the Chipmunks, The Road Chip, and Clifford the Big Red Dog. Six of his seven movies that he's been involved with <laughs> in his filmography career are animal based there's a, there's a good there's a good chance that Walt Becker is a furry <laughs> well just like that one Nickelodeon director who did all the shows in the early 2000s for Nickelodeon right. has a foot fetish so all the kids in the show do weird shit with their feet okay I, wa- I watched a super cut of it. when I said right earlier I did not know that's what was right yes <laughs> I thought you were talking about the Nicktoons lady who we, that, we saw in that, that video is. Oh, no, no, no. I didn't realize this was going to go. (laughs) So wait, back that up. Uh What? Foot foot things? So I I asked Brainy Jr. about this. Yeah. uh, Because I showed her the video and I was like, is there, was there a lot of weird feet stuff that the kids would do? So this was. Oh my God, yes. This was recent then. This wasn't like our Nickelodeon. 20 years ago. This was. I see. So like early 2000s. Okay. So, so early, or, I guess early early two thousands to mid to mid to like twenty ten. Okay, because I was about to say she wasn't born then. Right. Okay. Right. Well, okay. Yeah. So this, but he was doing stuff in the two thousands era. Okay, that's but like when he started. He eventually, doing. like the twenty tens, when he's doing um, what's that shit like Zoe one hundred one and nope, don't know that one. What Victorious, which gave um, what's her name her start? Melissa Joan Hart dated, dated Pete <laughs> Davidson. Uh, Ariana, Ariana Grande? Grande. Yeah. 
And then like all of those teeny bopper shows. She was on a show? Yep. And they're all like YouTubers and stars and like in all their YouTube videos for their fans, they're doing weird shit with their feet. Like pouring slime on their feet and stepping in shit, and it's really it's very weird. And there's all this feet related humor. I do a search for Nickelodeon feet, Nickelodeon feet guy. <laughs> Suggested search. Yep. Okay, sorry. Go on. And it was no, the that's director. about it. It's a really I watched a mini documentary about it. He was the yeah the director behind Daniel, all of it. And he, Daniel J. Schneider. Schneider. Yeah. yeah. Here's a Reddit post and R. He was like all of that. He was behind all of that and. Yeah. In our out of the loop, there's a post that says, what's up with Dan Schneider and feet? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So underage feet. Oh, yeah. Google <laughs> Dan Schneider feet and you get some you get some creepy looking pictures. Yes, you do. <laughs> All right. Dan Schneider TV shows. The Amanda Show. Zoe 101. Mm-hmm. You mentioned that one. Mm-hmm. I Carly. That was I'm- Britney Spears' little sister that was canceled when she got pregnant. Real, I, God, wow. <laughs> it's amazing the things that I didn't know about children's programming after I was not a child. <laughs> I feel like this is probably pretty normal, but I don't feel like it. I'm sorry you missed so much in our three-year age gap. <laughs> uh, Victorious, which you mentioned, and mm-hmm. I still don't know what that is. Henry Danger, Sam and Cat. That, that was like a spinoff of one of the shows, I think. Drake and Josh, which is the thing I've heard I've of. I've heard a lot about Drake and Josh. Because they're like Drake and Josh video games or something? I don't know. Game Shakers. There's a lot. Mm. Dan Schneider was busy. Busy dude. Because like Melissa knew all these because she watched those with the kids. Sure, yeah. Dan Schneider movies. Good Burger. Wait a minute. Good. Oh, he did Good Burger. Okay. Wait a minute. Head of the Class, 1986. Oh. What's, up? What's up with that? <laughs> I used to watch that. Any weird feet stuff in head of the class? Let's go back. No, but I'm trying to think of this weird mouth stuff. <laughs> <laughs> There's a spinoff to head of the class called Billy. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> Billy of the class. No way it's that same Dan Schneider. It's not the guy who was, it. he's not the actor from head of the class, right? Dan Schneider is an American actor, television writer, and producer. I guess it's fucking him. How weird is that? Uh, yeah, he played, um, I can't remember the character's name, but he played one of the kids in Head of the Class. Dennis. And, uh, wow. De- okay. Dennis Blunden. Dennis Blunden is his name? That's, that's the IMDB credit he's got for Head of the Class. Wow. We've covered a lot of ground today. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> I feel like this is the best part of the podcast. From Wild Hogs to a producer's foot fetish, this is no escape with Ray Liotta. <laughs> <laughs> You got any more of them questions? I've got a couple questions. Yeah. I think. Yeah. I think I have a couple questions. I, I was I received a message today from one prime inquisitor, Ross Rachel Green, our friend from over the seas in the fantastical land of Albion, uh, and he provided what he provided me a link to what appears to be a quiz. Man, if this is a head of the class quiz or a Nickelode- <laughs> Nickelodeon shows from early two thousands to mid two thousands <laughs> quiz. I feel like we're going to do pretty poorly, but it would be funny. It would be funny. Uh, Instead, we have a quiz entitled Happy Star Wars Day. Today is May 4th that we're recording this episode, so I guess that makes sense. Uh, Ross says, to celebrate such a momentous occasion, I would be remiss not to make a quiz on the past Star Wars games that have been released. You have only played five, and they are far too easy to guess because they have been terrible. So these are games that you have not done a show on, 
So no guessing episode numbers this week, but I will put the year they were released for Funzos. So enjoy, and may the fourth be with you always. So Star Wars games, we haven't done episodes on. Yes. <laughs> this is going to be ultra embarrassing for me. I'm going to take a nap. <laughs> <laughs> because I probably played some of these and don't remember the names, or because uh, there are, look, guys, there are a lot of bad Star Wars games. Yeah. Are you ready to begin? Yes. Yes. All right. First question. Terakasai. <laughs> this is the fighter. Yeah. The PlayStation 1 fighter. There you go. That's yeah. that one. Terakasai, I think. I, yeah. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> this was the first video game made of the franchise. Star Wars. What was the name of the Atari game? I think it might have been Empire Strikes Back, where it's like AT-AT uh, Walkers or AT-ATs. I think that might have been the first one. Was that before that, like arcade that you you sat in that was like the wireframe death star run yeah the vector um the vector arcade game i think that yeah. was just that i think that was just called star wars do you think that came out in the arcades before i mean it probably did That'd i'm good to go guess. with that all right let's go with that star wars the arcade game perfect what year 1979 yeah 78 what do yeah. you yes all right in the middle Nineteen seventy-eight and a half. Seventy-eight and a half. <laughs> uh, let's see. It is in fact nineteen eighty-two. The Empire Strikes Back. Atari right, twenty-six hundred. Right. Uh, next question. This action adventure game for Windows looked very similar to the Zelda series. Had no real central plot and was just a collection of objectives. This is Yoda stories. It came out in probably nineteen ninety-six. Is my guess. Mm. I played it. I'm locking it in Unless you guys object Nope 1997 Yoda stories (laughs) (laughs) Next question This game was the third in its series And was designed for multiplayer So had no single player Besides a practice mode Is that a Battlefront game? Mm, Were there like X-Wing games on computer? There were X-Wing games But Oh, maybe it was X-Wing versus Ty, because I don't think that had a single-player mode. Did it, Phil? Do you recall? I never played any of the Star Wars computer games. Uh, I see. Outside of, like, KOTOR. I can't remember if X-Wing versus Ty didn't have single-player, or I just skipped it, uh, because mm. we played multiplayer all the time. Yeah. I think that's a good guess, though. Let's do X-Wing versus Ty, because okay. that is the third in that in that series. Uh, the year would have probably been, like, 1998, is my guess. It is 1997, X-Wing versus TIE Fighter. I got it. Well done, Tyler. You think he's going in chronological order? I think you might be right. So when we get to 2007, we should definitely guess Wild Hogs. (laughs) (laughs) Which is owned by Disney, so technically in the Star Wars universe. (laughs) Ray Liotta could show up at any moment in a Star Wars movie. (laughs) Next question. This game took the one good sequence from this film and stretched it into a very enjoyable game that was ported to just about every platform at the time. That sounds that like is, pod, pod racing. racing. That is Star Wars. It's the pod racing game, but I'm not sure it's called pod racing. It might be like Star oh, yeah. Wars Racer. I don't know the name. I just know the concept. It, it has to be pod racing. It's that one. Yeah. Uh, what year do you Formula think? Formula One midichlorians. Yes. <laughs> Wait, like 1999? 99? Yeah, that was like Phantom Menace. All right, 99, the pod racing game. Yeah. <laughs> it is 1999, episode one, racer. Close enough. Very close. Next question. 
This vehicle combat game was, by all accounts, fairly mediocre, despite being based on the Vigilante 8 engine, which was quite good. Nope. We are getting into the realm of I did not play Star Wars games yeah. in, so I don't. I have no idea what this is. A, a, a Battlefront game now? May, could be a Battlefront. Could be Star Wars Battlefront 1, but I don't was know. That a, was a that ve- a vehicle combat game, though? Uh, I mean, there was probably vehicle combat in it, but probably not all vehicle combat. Does does space fighting, TIE fighting, does that count as vehicle combat? I would say yeah. Yeah. Well, that doesn't help me out, but it narrows down the, the concept. Um, <clears throat> space, Star Wars Space Battalion. Presented by Ray Liotta. By Lo- Ray Liotta. Locking it in. <laughs> Star Wars Space Battalion, space Battalion. starring Ray Liotta. Yeah. Nine, 2000. We're going to go with 2000. Locking it in. Good it answer. Two th- 2000. We got half of it right. All right. Demolition. Never heard of it. D E M O L I S H I O N. Demolition. Didn't know it was a game. Next question. This real time strategy game contained cam- campaigns that spanned across several of the franchise's movies. I played this game. I cannot remember what it is called. It's something, something maybe like assault. A, was it a standard kind of like top down RTS? Yeah. Warcraft? Thing? Yeah. I, I never knew that they uh, they made a Star Wars RTS. Yeah, I played um, a little bit of like the Imperial campaign, but like not enough to remember what it was called. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe like Strike is in the name or maybe Assault is in the name. I really can't. I can't remember. But it Star was, Wars Strike Assault. Star Wars Strike Assault mm-hmm. 2001, yep. locking it in, starring Ray Liotta and the rest <laughs> of the Wild Hogs cast. It is 2001 Galactic Battlegrounds. Uh, How could I not remember a name like Galactic Battlegrounds? Uh-huh. Next question. This Xbox exclusive game received mixed reviews and takes place before and during the time of a film released at the same time, which also received mixed reviews. No idea. An Xbox exclusive Star Wars game? what, What Xbox game based on one of the two latter prequels? Yeah. Would it be? But say, because I saw. Is there an Attack of the Clones? Yeah, Star Wars, Attack of the Clones. Star Wars, Attack of the Clones. Yeah. 2003, locking it in. Yeah. It is 2001, Obi-Wan. Didn't know that existed. Okay. Nope. Uh, Yoda stories, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Any, anything after 99 till about 2012, I don't know, really. Next question. This game features the franchise's more lovable but questionable characters and was one of the better games set in the universe. Is that an Ewoks, Ewoks thing? Um, it was like Lemmings, but just called Ewoks. Ewoks. <laughs> <laughs> Don't let them Ewok off that ledge. There you go. Is, nice. Is there, there, a, go. is there a Sims-style Ewoks game? I don't know. The Ewoks? Yeah, where you just build shit. I can see the logo. Instead of a house, it's just a hut. You gotta, you gotta design <laughs> the your e- own tree Ewok fort. Ewok Rube Goldberg Simulator. I have no idea what this is. Ewoks. Ewoks, exclamation point. Exclamation point. 2003, locking it in. It is, in fact, 2002, Bounty Hunter. Yeah, Ewoks is better. The Next Ewoks question. could still be the Bounty Hunter. That is true. I would like to play an Ewok bounty hunter in a Star Wars tabletop game. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, His calling card is always some piece of stone that was sharpened. (laughs) 
<laughs> Next question. This MMO was the best game ever released. So there. That'd be Star Wars Galaxies. Was that the name of the MMO? I never never even took a look at it. Never even nope. sniffed it. I nope. think it's Galaxies. That sounds all right. 2007? Sure. I don't know. Right. 2007 sure. Star Wars Galaxies, locking it in. 2003 Star Wars Galaxies. Oh. We're back. There were, back there were a lot of MMOs that came out towards the end of, of when I was in college. I remember the market yeah. was just flooded with every property you could get an MMO with. None of them were as good as that Ray Liotta MMO, though. <laughs> that one, I think, was probably one of the better World of Warcraft spinoffs. <laughs> Next question. This galaxy spanning... So I'm trying to think Ray Liotta? <laughs> <laughs> this galaxy spanning RPG was the poster boy for The Impossible, a great game based on a movie franchise despite not being based on one of the movies. This has to be KOTOR. Yeah. Yeah. Night. What year did Knights of the Old Republic come out? 2004. That came out when I was in college, so it would be like senior year of college. I want to say, oh, three. All right. 2003, Knights of the Old Republic, locking it in. It is 2003, Knights of the Old Republic. Nice, Phil. Well done. We got one. That's a game that I started and didn't finish because I became a Jedi, and then a whole bunch of farmers were like, help us with this farming dispute. And I was like, goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) Goodbye forever. Went from fighting droids on a spaceship to talking about agriculture with dudes. (laughs) (laughs) Other than enough, it's college. (laughs) We have a fun time question, a little bonus. Mm. Fun time. A marketing genius tells you that they can make prom as big as packs. The only caveat being that you get no say and cannot host your own prom, but you will both walk away with 25% of the revenue each. What do you do? Yeah, sure. We did it once. <laughs> I didn't see. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, whatever, right? We'll I do mean, it once, make a bunch of money, then see if we're going to do it again. <laughs> if it turns out not great on the next episode of Tadpog, it's we're like, like Cornhole, Tyler, and Dave. We're like, whoa, that, was, that sure didn't work out. <laughs> But it was weird that all of a sudden we had, like, thousands of people at prom, huh? <laughs> yep. At least we'd have a good story. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Thank you, Ross. Thank you, Ross. Very good. Grand Inquisitor. I say we do I got it. one more as question as... for you guys. You do? Oh. I do. It is, a, it is a game called How Many Movies from 1994 Became Super Nintendo Games? All of them. <laughs> <laughs> Forrest Gump for the SNES. Eight. Dave? I'm going to say eight. What do you think? All right. Uh, man. So we already know you, Last Action Hero. You guys have we know, some of them. We know at least we've played some of them. Based on movies? Uh, man, I feel like eight's a really good one, man. Uh, but I'm going to go for a little bit higher. <laughs> one. One game. <laughs> one dollar. Twelve. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. It is Twelve. Hey! Nice. It was a guess. Damn. So I can't be too proud. Damn. So we got. Be, you can be very proud of a guess, David. Yeah. <laughs> the force. The force is strong with me on this May Fourth. We got Lion King, which you guys have already done. Mm. There's Time Cop. Stargate. That's probably the one you forgot. <laughs> Did you guys play Stargate? <laughs> yes. yes, with the Ian okay. was on that one. So we've done two. True Lies. Uh, the Flintstones. The movie version of the Flintstones. Leaving. Leaving Rock Vegas. <laughs> I, I can't remember which one it was. That might have been the sequel. 
By the way, it, The Flintstones was like the fifth biggest movie of 1994. That movie made a lot of money. <laughs> I loved it. God, I fucking loved that movie. The original? Oh, yeah. yeah. I watched it so much. You guys have done Three Ninjas Kickback. Yes, we have. It's our most watched YouTube video. <laughs> <laughs> There's also The Mask, The Page Master, The Shadow, Mary Shelley's Frankenstein, and Street Fighter the movie. There's a shadow game? There is a shadow game. You get to play oh, as no. video game, um, what's his face? <laughs> How many Baldwins are in Super Nintendo games? <laughs> 34. <laughs> Which Baldwin was it? There's there's the Biodome video game. There's the usual suspect. There's a Biodome video game? Video game? No, I'm, just I'm just trying to think of Baldwin vehicles that... Uh... <laughs> the Encino Man video game? No, that's not a Baldwin, is it? Brendan Fraser video games. That's a whole other category. <laughs> oh, the Monkey Bone video game was the best. The monkey Bone. <laughs> it was Alec. It was Alec Baldwin in the shadow. Oh, we were still trying to figure that out. Sorry, yeah, it was. <laughs> I, I was. Kept, I kept thinking Bless of. You, Tyler. I kept thinking of his character name in Thirty Rock. I'm like, it's Jack something. It's uh. <laughs> <laughs> Jack, what Thirty Rock? Jack Lemon. Jack, Jack Lemon. Lemon. God. Yeah, I wish they would have rolled right. that into Thirty Rock Cannon. <laughs> <laughs> Jack Lemon is the shadow. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, real quick, just while I'm thinking about it. I'm going to grab this bat over here. This yeah, soft please. batter up bat. Yeah. Place one end of it on the ground. Dunk the other end to a three quarters full red solo cup uh -huh, of piss. Of piss. <laughs> Pour that on my head. It's like a lick of made. It's, it's the randomizer's holy water. <laughs> Put my head on the other end of this bat and wild and crazy kid style, spin around on it, point my no no hole in a random direction, saying the prayer we all love to say. All right, I have to consult the tablet while you're doing this. <laughs> I'm just sitting here. <laughs> I wonder what he's going to choose. <laughs> I was thinking about Alec Baldwin. <laughs> I do that all the time. I get it. I get it. I, I was. I was sitting here daydreaming about Alec Baldwin. I was like, I wonder if we could put a retro pie in an Alec Baldwin like alike. <laughs> What if it would fight the Ray Liotta? <laughs> Go like. like Rock'em Sock'em Robots life-size. <laughs> Ray Liotta and Alec Baldwin fighting in your garage. My daughter's a pig. No. <laughs> no. Shut up, Lemon. No. I want to hear Ray Liotta's Trump Damn impression. you, wild hogs. <laughs> All right, please, continue the prayer. I'm sorry. That was very sacrilegious of me. Boop. No whammies, no whammies, no whammies. Stop. 312. Let the Ds. It's the M's. M's. I'm pretty close. It's very close. Uh, Mega Man Soccer. Madden NFL 97. No. Let's go ahead and knock all those fucking games out. <laughs> yep. We got like, we've done Madden 94. That was on IGN's top 100. Yep. So we have 95, 96, 97, 98 might be the last Madden game for the SNES. Okay. So let's do that go. and say, hey, Dennis, you want to come on? <laughs> yeah. I mean, sounds good to me. Madden 97. That might have. That might have the create a player. There was a Madden game that I rented, and there was a create a player 
uh, function where you, it would it would send you through a variety of mini games, and you, however well you did on uh, in the mini games would determine your rating in speed and catching and all the other. Oh, that's uh, cool. Interesting. So. so it's kind of like quarterback club a little bit in that regard, kind I of. guess. But the mini games mean something. So, so you really do have to play all the Madden games to make sure you get all those little tidbits and features um, identified. Well, that's or okay. I, I've only have I only have four to play. Yeah, <laughs> or I could play one and then research them all, or or I could do the research first, find the more interesting one, the most interesting one, and then play that one, and then be like, the rest of the games are probably real similar. <clears throat> there you go. <laughs> yeah. Yep. yep. We're hardly a retro gaming podcast. I think we'll be okay to do that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're more a Wild Hogs Ray Liotta podcast. <laughs> See, we're hardly a podcast. We're yeah. A- <laughs> it's amazing that we have any sort of following whatsoever. We're more just retro. Yeah. So we'll, yeah. We're like Wild Hogs, head of the class, retro. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. You'll find the, the next show will be over... I just Madden, all the Maddens, all the Maddens for Super Nintendo, Madden, Madden, John, Madden, all the Madden, John Madden, fit it is for a, Alec it is Baldwin. An episode on John Madden, the person. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, let's see. So you want to send us something like like Matt did, Matt and his lovely wife. You can send that to Tadpog Studios, Care of Nicole Nance, PO Box three seven eight five, Paducah, Kentucky four two zero zero two. You want to call us two seven zero eight eight three two five five five. We take calls sometimes. We do have a backlog building up. Yep. We should probably take calls at some point, maybe on a Madden episode. Oh, that sounds really good. <laughs> uh, hey, we're on Facebook. Yeah, Tadbog on Facebook. That's where we post memes and episode posts. And then, but you want that 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 dank shit your grandma shouldn't see? That's Tadbog Nation. And if you're a good boy, enjoys a wide range of topics, all uh, put into rooms of some sort where you would chat. That's uh, the Discord, the Tadbog Palace chat. Yeah. What, bit.com slash? Bit.ly slash Ray Liotta chat. Perfect. Four boys only. <laughs> That'll get All right, you, you got to make it on there. <laughs> I got to put it on there. I already did it. I don't understand. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> hey, do you want one of those sweet uh, Soda Jerk shirts when those publish? Shirts.tadpog.com. Yeah, that is broken now, and I don't know why, so Shit. I got to fix that. All right. Shirts are going to kind of come one of those things where it's like, should I still use Amazon for this? Because mm. I don't know. They're being dicks about it. Yeah. And it's like, if you search for Tadpog on Amazon, you only see two of our shirts too. And it's like, that's kind of a problem. Yep. And yeah. So I don't know. We do have shirts. Yep. We're working on it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> send Dave $10 and he'll send you one of his shirts. <laughs> Technically. Is the shirt out of his closet. Yes, we could <laughs> do that. Yeah. <laughs> My 2001 genitalia shirt. Hell yes. That's priceless. <laughs> Someone pays me $400, I'll send you that shirt. <laughs> Let's see. Then uh, Tadbog underscore podcast on both Twitter and Instagram. And then, most importantly, I want to bring up that Patreon. Let me do that real quick. I say I do that real quick. However quick my internet will do it. All right. So... Wow, okay. I'm not sure where I left off. So, uh, let's see. I, know, I believe I thanked Lands Op and mm-hmm. the big increase from Big Dick Pie Dick Baker Chris Vaughn. Uh, let's see. A f- huge increase from Chicks with Dixon. Thank you. Thank you. Wow. 
a huge increase uh, from Zeus Laser. Holy shit. Thank you. And I see a, a re-pledge by Usurper Grimm. Thank you, Usurper Grimm. Yeah, there we go. Thank you very much, everybody. Yeah, wow. Thank y'all. Uh, hey, Phil. Mm-hmm. What is our theme song? It is Moves by Sycamore Drive. Perfect. Thank you. Uh, thanks for coming on, Phil. I appreciate you very much. Thanks for having me. It was good to talk to you guys again. I've been waiting for another game to come up, and it hasn't. I've been petitioning hard for a bass fishing game uh, to the point that it has now become um, fetishized in the Discord community. <laughs> um, it is so true. So we'll get there. We'll get there eventually. But I'll, I'll Maybe I should end time. every stream with Basson's Black Bass. <laughs> <laughs> 30 minutes of Bass's Black Bass. That game has a battery save feature. It's pretty it's that's pretty great. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Sorry, Phil, I cut you off. I was uh, I was all caught up in the moment of Bass's Black Bass. It's just it's I've I've given you guys a list of like 60 plus games and the fact that they just it just shows how many sixty plus games that I that I own and would be happy to come on, come in and guest host on, and the fact that you can go like half a year without any of them being called just gives an idea of just the vast expanse of Super Nintendo games that the are out there. That you of the randomizer's through. power. Yes, we'll get you back on for Ray Liotta's Carp Fest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Or William H. Macy's Bluegill Blitz. <laughs> I do like Bluegill Blitz. That's a that's a good Wild Hogs 2 motorcycle gang name. <laughs> John Travolte's crappie fishing game. <laughs> All right. Well, I think then we have some executive producers. We do. This this episode was executive produced by the following people. This is the high, this is the high scoreboard. Uh, coronavirus savior cubicle monkey chicks with Dixon. Zeus Laser, Usurper Grimm, God Emperor Alex Pena, Chase Coburn, Cousin David Galino, Laud Mullaney Dennis, Cody Phillips, Joseph Phillips, Platinum Member Brett Miller, The Eightfold Daniel Abernathy, Magical Sleeper, Master Cycle Baron Kevin Link, Drinksmith Joey Webster, Executive Producer Dig Dougie, Pinball Archmage Chris Edler, and some dude named Sandwich Pope Phil Hawkins. Thank you all so, so much. Thank you. So much. Very much. It makes a huge difference. It seriously makes a huge difference. Well, how you guys want to close this one out? I guess like Ray Liotta. I mean, I was, I was going to say as your favorite Wild Hogs character, which could include Ray Liotta, so that's good. Ray Liotta. Oh, yeah. All right. I, what's he sound like, though? <laughs> Defiant. Probably about exactly what you'd imagine. <laughs> Can anyone do a Ray Liotta impression? I don't know. I don't. I don't. Okay. I, I don't know either. I mean, I feel it's, he just I feel sounds it's kind like of, a guy. Yeah. <laughs> I feel it's kind of nasally and angry. Okay. So that's what I'm going with. All right. I needed that direction. Thank you. Okay. Yeah, because I can't. Did I can't even. Play, I can't even. Did you ever play Grand Theft Auto Vice City? I did play he, Grand Theft Auto Vice City. He was the main character. Ray Liotta voiced Tommy, the guy that you played as. He play, so He voiced could, Tommy Versetti? Yeah. So if you can picture that I in am. your head. I didn't know that. Okay. He's got some video game chops. Yeah, he does. All right. He was in there with Jenna Jameson, I believe. (laughs) (laughs) So until next time, Capricorn! Capricorn! Felicity Huffman's my wife. He's just a Pokemon. Ray Liotta. Ray Liotta. (laughs) Right. (laughs)
Ray Liotta. What's Ray, a, what's Ray Liotta, dismissive attack. <laughs> no. What's his evolution? Ron Liotta. <laughs> <laughs> Liam Shriver. 